Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my podcast where I try to help you to understand and use English in a better way. This is for your business English and also for your personal English when you're going on holidays, meeting friends, talking to colleagues or anybody that you happen to meet whose only English or first language is English. So we do this by using some grammar, idioms, phrasal verbs and other types of expressions. And hopefully we do it in a, a fun and enjoyable way that you can uh, learn it in a convivial and friendly atmosphere. So what do I have for you in this particular podcast? Well, in this particular podcast, we're going to look again at some collocations. And this time the collocations are with the word mind, M-I-N-D, mind. Okay, so I'll give you the li list of them first of all, and then I'll give you an example of each of them. Slip my mind cross my mind, make up your mind, keep it in mind, into minds, give someone a piece of your mind, have something on your mind, and finally change your mind. Okay, so how do we use them and what do they mean? So the first one, slip my mind. Well, when something slips your mind, it means you forget about it, or you have forgotten about it, or you, you just can't, cannot remember. So, you come back home and your partner asks you, did you get the the milk and uh, the, the bread and cheese for supper? Oh, it completely slipped my mind. I was busy today and I knew there was something I was supposed to get, but it just slipped my mind. So I'm sorry. So you forget about something. It's not that you deliberately did it. It slipped your mind because you just were busy and had something else uh, that preoccupied you. So to slip my mind. It can be usually anything that somebody asks us to do or to collect. So, did you collect the dry cleaning? Oh, the dry cleaning. I knew there was something else I had to do. You know, it completely slipped my mind. I should have made a list. Next time, I'll make sure I make a list and I'll add it to it. Anyway, look, I'll get it tomorrow on my way home. It slipped my mind. Second, to cross my mind. So, we can use this in a positive or negative so somebody said did you um book the restaurant we said we we're going to go to next week for the anniversary oh you know it didn't cross my mind at all today meaning i never thought about it look i'll do it tomorrow I'll, I'll give them a call as soon as i get into the office tomorrow morning it never crossed my mind or in a positive does it ever cross your mind to want to do something completely different like to change your career. Oh, don't think it has. I don't think that sort of thing ever crosses my mind. I'm quite happy with what I am doing at the moment. Okay, so when something crosses our mind, it's something that literally comes across or some thought comes into our head. Did it cross your mind to do this? So as a teacher, when I'm advising students, I might say, did it cross your mind to include reference to something when you're writing a report? Did you think of it, okay, to cross your mind? Next, one number three is quite common, to make up your mind. So people can usually use this when they're getting a little bit impatient with somebody. Look, I wish you would make up your mind. What do you want? Do you want the chocolate cake or the jam cake? Yeah? I wish you'd make up your mind. I'm not sitting here all day waiting for you to decide which movie you want to go to. Do you want to go to... This movie or that movie? Please 
make up your mind. Or we can say it in a more gentle way. Yeah, oh, You've got plenty of time to make up your mind. You don't have to make your decision until the summer. But think about it. Which university would you prefer to go to? Which university is going to help you to achieve what you want to achieve? So you're going to have to make up your mind sooner or later. But don't rush. Give it plenty of thought to make up your mind. Number four, to keep it in mind. Well, what do we keep in mind? Well, we keep something in mind when we know it's important, but something that's relevant to whatever is happening. So to keep it in mind. So let me give you an example. So when you're planning a business trip or you're planning a presentation, proposal, some big event for your, your customers or your clients, you have to keep in mind that you'll only have the people there for a couple of hours and you don't want to bombard them with information. Make sure you understand exactly what the message, the key message is that you want to get across to them. So keep it in mind that they're only going to be there for two hours. Keep it in mind that people tend to lose focus when they're sitting down listening to somebody talking and talking and talking. So keep it short and keep it simple. Okay, so the old kiss, keep it simple and stupid, K-I-S-S. -S. Okay, so to keep it in mind. Or if somebody says to you, well, when you're traveling next week, perhaps you'll keep an eye out for a couple of those souvenirs, the fridge magnets, the kids like to have them, they like to collect them. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. So when I'm passing by or if I'm passing by the shop, I'll call in and get a couple, okay, to keep it in mind. To try and remember. Number five, in two minds. Well, when we are in two minds, it means that we're stuck between two ideas or two thoughts and we're not quite sure which direction to take. I was in two minds whether to buy the blue or the green jumper. So in the end, I bought both of them. What do you think? Yeah. So you go to the shop and you come back with two bags, one with the blue jumper, one with the green jumper. And you ask your partner, well, what do you think? And you said, I was in two minds. I wasn't sure which would suit me better. And in the end, I bought both of them. Or you could be in two minds as to what to do. So you've got a, a little bit of a dilemma, a little bit of a problem. Should I confront the person and talk about it to them? Or should I just let it pass and see if it resolves itself? So you're in two minds, which would be the best thing to do? The first option to confront them is going to re result probably in a row or an argument or a disagreement. But if you just leave it and forget about it, well, it might reoccur again. So you have to be careful, but you're in two minds as to which option to pick. Next, to give someone a piece of your mind. Well, when we give someone a piece of our mind, it means that we're quite angry, quite annoyed, and we want to get something off our chest. Wait till I get into that shop tomorrow. I'm going to give that guy a piece of my mind. That's the second time I've taken this phone back. And it's the second time it hasn't worked. And I'm not going to go in again. I want my money back. So I'm really going to give that guy a piece of my mind. So here you're very annoyed, very frustrated. And what you're going to do is get into somebody and tell them, what do you think selling me this piece of rubbish? This is the second time I've taken this phone back to you. And what have I got? Problems, problems, problems. Please give me my money back. So to give someone a piece of your mind. Often a 
customer or client might ring you up and they give you a piece of them of their mind over the phone. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, you know, we've all been in that situation before and we're sitting there with the phone going, oh, my God, oh, my God, what are they going to say next? And um, and then you just, OK, I'm look, I'm really sorry. And well, how can I help you? And you try to get the, the situation resolved. So this is you giving someone a piece of your mind or someone giving you a piece of your mind. Either way, it's not so pleasant, okay, to give someone a piece of your mind. Next, to have something on your mind. Well, we all have that from time to time, to have something on our mind. We can't focus on something else. We can't concentrate. We can't get something done because there's something niggling the back of our mind, something there that we haven't resolved and we just need to get it done. So perhaps there's something wrong with one of the kids. They may be sick or they're in the middle of exams or you've had a row with the the partner and it hasn't been resolved yet or you're not sure about that business proposal that you submitted whether it'll actually happen or not so you've got something something that's on your mind that's bothering you and is forcing you to uh, not to concentrate on other things so when somebody comes into you and you're sitting there looking out the window what's up ah i just got something on my mind i need to think it through well would you like to Tell me about it and I'll help you. No, no, I'll, I'll get I'll get through it. Thanks. I just have something in my mind that's been there for the last two days. I, I really need to deal with it, yeah, to have something on your mind. And then finally, something that we all do from time to time, change our minds, to change your mind. Well, you can change your mind. It's a, that's what the free world is about. A dem- democracy that we are supposed to live in allows you to change your mind. Sitting in the taxi, take me to the... The train station, please. Ah, okay. On second thoughts, just drop me off in the, the center of the city. I'll walk. I need the, the fresh air. So you change your mind. Will we get ready and we'll go to that um, uh, restaurant you like? Ah, I'm not so sure. I've changed my mind. I think I'd rather stay in, get a movie and just open a bottle of wine. Okay, that suits me fine to change your mind. Change your mind about what you do. Were you going to go to the gym or will you go for a run? I think I'll go for a run instead. The gym can be a little bit boring. So you change your mind. Okay, so let me give them to you one more time. Slip my mind. Cross my mind. Make up your mind. Keep it in mind. In two minds. Give someone a piece of your mind. Have something on your mind. And then finally, change your mind. Okay, well, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that, as always. And if you need to contact me, well, then, of course, you can do so. www.englishlessonviaskype.com Always happy to hear from you. Always glad to include any recommendations that you might have. Okay, so while I have you here, I want just to give you some information about the Easy Peasy English Club. So when you find your way onto my webpage, look out for the link to the Easy Peasy English Club. It's an effective and efficient and economic way for you and your friends to learn the English language. For a very small subscription fee, you get access to me, one lesson each week. That's 52 weeks and 52 lessons, one lesson per week, pre-recorded by me. And in addition to that, you'll have useful exercises linked to the lessons and lots of other helpful information and courses all available on that particular site. It's great value, so tell your friends about it, have a look at it and join up.